This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now that time, 821, you're tuned to WGNS on this Tuesday morning, today the 31st of August. And in studio with us, we have Murphy's Borough City Councilman, Kirk Wade. And uh, you may hear a little distortion this morning. It's not going out over the air like that. It's because of whatever audio glitch we had this morning. It's just fallen over into this next segment. So you may hear it in your headphones. That's right. There you go. Advanced technology with distortion. (laughs) It's all good. So what's it like being a councilman in a growing city like Murphy's, bro? Because, man, we have seen growth in just leaps and bounds over the years. Well, you know what? It's exciting. It's exciting how we can see the progress and the transformation of our city. Uh, it's It's been really good, and we've seen some good things that we've done. Uh, not to say we've not done some bad things, but we've seen a lot of good things with here in our city. You know, if you talk to anybody, and they will tell you the growth of Murfreesboro has been tremendous. But just not only the growth, but just how we're growing Murfreesboro as a whole. Now, are you from Murfreesboro? Because it seems like these days there's nobody who is actually from Murfreesboro. It seems like everybody is from some other area or you know they maybe moved here in high school who knows i i, I am uh, from west tennessee i grew up in a small town trenton tennessee in gibson county and uh, moved here uh, in 2009 um, just murfreesboro is a great city and uh, we thought murfreesboro would be a great place to raise our kids and of course uh, you've seen the growth here I, I know west tennessee has not grown anywhere near as much as middle tennessee has so the growth in this area, it's usually, well, it, it's not normal, you know, for most cities and areas to grow as fast as Rutherford County has. Well, I think half of it is uh, we're centrally located here in the state, and that makes uh, plays a tremendous part on people wanting to move here. Not only people want to move here, but companies want to relocate here to Middle Tennessee, and Nashville is thriving. And I think uh, we've 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 grown because Nashville's grown, and that's just an asset to everything here in Middle Tennessee. And of course, in nearby Nashville, it was at the start of the pandemic that the mayor there announced property tax increases and you know i don't know that that was the right time to make such an announcement it just seems like a bad idea you know if you think about it um but that's probably gonna lead to more growth here because of it you want me to answer that scott yeah yeah. we don't (laughs) live in nashville (laughs) i I agree with that you know there's no uh good time to raise proper tactics but i think uh they were in the same boat that we were in two and a half years ago you kept kicking the can down the road and it's going to eventually catch up with you and i think just like you said there is not a good time to raise taxes and right now uh, for the city of nashville to raise taxes just wasn't a really good time and i foresee some people moving to rutherford county because of that Again, Kurt Wade with us this morning, representing the city of Murfreesboro. He is a city councilman here in town. Now, one of the things that we have heard a lot of talks about in recent months, and a big change is going to actually happen with all the talks, I believe, come next month, and that is the changing of the name of a road. 
Oh, yeah. Um, actually, I just wrote that down. I was going to save it to last, but <laughs> let's go ahead and do it now. Uh, the renaming of Mercury Boulevard. We're going to have that celebration on September 18th at uh, Patterson Center, Patterson Park. And we're changing that name to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. I think that's a testament to our city council, our mayor. Uh, we all, um, when I brought this up to the council, um, and actually, and it, it wasn't my foresight. There was a guy in the neighborhood, uh, Tommy Vong, had brought it up to our mayor um, maybe five or six years ago. And I just uh, took the torch and ran with it. And I thought it'd be great because every other city in the state, uh, Tennessee major city has a Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard and I thought that would be great here showing how diverse we are and how we see things as a opportunity to, to change uh, change our neighborhood or, and change just what we do and we looked at several different options and Mercury by far was probably the best option to uh, rename that street. So if we're looking at a map between Broad Street and then what, Rutherford Boulevard, that is Mercury Boulevard. That's it. And that's gonna be Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Boulevard. Exactly. And with all the changes going on on there, we're just, uh, they're just starting to add sidewalks on there. So basically we're trying to really clean up this area and make it a lot better. And just, I think it'd be a great opportunity when people come to our city they'll see a Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard and just for our kids to know hey we we've changed our street you know uh, really to represent someone that came out of our neighborhood to really what he stood for with justice for all and it's it's a great opportunity to say we're, we're trying to make uh, put our city in the right steps and moving in the right direction now I know the official I guess renaming ceremony will take place in October uh, but are street signs already being changed out or are they going to be changed out all throughout this month or this upcoming month actually we'll do the uh, renaming celebration on september 18th by oct uh, start the start of october 13th we'll have the uh, signs going up and they should be up within the next week or two after uh, once they start going up so between september 18th and october 13th that's when all the signs are going to be changed out yeah and they and one of the things we wanted to do is make sure that we had the signs up prior to mtsu's homecoming and that's at the end end of october what went into making this name change because changing the name of a fairly major road in a city is not something that just happens overnight yeah, you know, we, we had major discussions on what street to name and what roads to name. And one of the things that we looked at was, where does it fit? Does it, does it fit at on Veterans? Does it fit on Memorial? Does it fit on Broad? No, I think it fits right there in the neighborhood, in the minority neighborhood, right off of Mercury. We think that's an area that's really coming back up. It's a great area. I also think that's an opportunity once we've uh, added sidewalks and, and improved that area over there. You know, one of the things that left over there was Kroger. And I hope that we'll revitalize that area and realize that we need a grocery store and we can get a grocery store in that area again. And, of course, that Kroger store on Middle Tennessee Boulevard in that direction, that was 
already shut down what a couple months back yes a couple months back and and basically they just said uh, participation and you know i think they just they were building another area in another area and so they just decided to move out of that area but we think there's another there's a need for a grocery store in that area now there is a save a lot on middle tennessee boulevard which is a, a smaller grocery store uh, not quite well nowhere near the size the, of a kroger yeah um but we do have that in that area but I don't know. What do you foresee coming over there? Have you had any talks with publics or anything like that? I, I think um, uh, our planning staff have has reached out to different uh, grocery chains just to see what what kind of opportunity there there may be over there. You know, one of the things I had suggested in the past, and I think they're work, looking at it. Um, there could be a, a Dollar General store that slash grocery store over there, something on a smaller version. Uh, that would fit perfectly in that neighborhood. Again, City Councilman Kurt Wade with us this morning. And as we dive into some other issues, another thing that we've heard talks about changes with the Rover public transportation system here in town. What types of changes are we going to see? Well, I think one of the things, um, as more as we get more ridership, I think there's more opportunity for we can have Rover out on um, on a seven-day sc- uh, scale. And I, I really believe that once more people understand what Rover does and the opportunity to ride Rover, it's a great opportunity uh, to not to drive your car, to, you know, actually have an opportunity to uh, ride a uh, service, uh, service of the city. So I think Rover is really do- it's been a really good opportunity for the city to grow, but also an opportunity for people who don't have transportation to get around. And other, and we're, I think they're also looking at other opportunities where to stop Rover uh, for another uh, stop off as well. If you were to look at Murphy's Bros. Future and try to pick out just the perfect types of companies to come into town, what types of companies would you look at? And is there a certain segment? Maybe it's in technology, but is there a certain segment of the business community that is wanted in Murphy's Bro more so than any other type of segment? Well, I think, we, you know, we've all, all said along with the council, we've said all along, you know, we'd like to see uh, more white-collar jobs. Uh, even even with Costco coming into town, uh, they they brought high-paying jobs in. You know, they're, they're, they're paying, uh, some of their jobs start out at 60000 So those are good-paying jobs, and we want to continue to make sure that there's an opportunity uh, for good-paying jobs to come in our city. We're not going to get all the white collar jobs like in Franklin or downtown Nashville but you know if there's an opportunity for a smaller company two to three hundred that are coming there's an opportunity that I think those are the opportunities that we're looking at. When Costco came into town the city of Murfreesboro made a deal with the Costco Corporation Mm -hmm. in order to provide them with land they said you know this is what we'll do and then you turn around and build and that's what happened. Costco built they added jobs into our community and they basically got the land that they sit on at no charge. Uh, of course, they're going to be paying tax on that and over the years and years to come. Uh, but that seems like a pretty simple business model in order to bring in large companies. You know, we give you the land, you yeah. pay the tax base on it, uh, you create the jobs. I could see where that model does work out well. 
it works out all around the country because everybody does it. You know, if we wouldn't have gave that land uh, to Costco, they could have just looked, went on down the road and somebody else would have gave them land. You know, one of the things uh, you just mentioned, Scott, was tax revenue. You know, we're looking at projected to be 2 to $3 million per year taxes. Uh, coming off of that Costco store, and and, that, and that's a significant amount of money to uh, come back into our tax base. Now, obviously, a, a model like that would not work for a little ice cream shop that's wanting to open for the first time in Murfreesboro on a, you know, quarter of an acre or whatever the case is. It wouldn't work for that. It wouldn't generate the revenue. But it's the larger businesses where it could work. Are there other deals in the making right now that are similar? Uh, I think that there's always deals. I mean, we're always looking for opportunities uh, for people to come in and purchase uh, land uh, because we're, we're, we want to continue to grow. And it doesn't matter where it's Costco's or where it, you know, people, we want, some people said they want Whole Foods. You know, I don't know if Whole Foods is ready to come to Murfreesboro yet, but, you know, we're looking at all opportunities for anybody to want to come to Murfreesboro and really ne- uh, settle down in a great community. One of the things we saw right before the pandemic hit was new growth in downtown Murfreesboro. Everything from, I believe it's, what is it, One East College? One East College, from, yep. Uh, which is where the old First Methodist Church was. Yep. Uh, developers came in and they said, here's our plan. We're going to develop condominiums within that block along with retail and office space. And then we heard talks of hotels, boutique hotels coming to downtown Murfreesboro. But of course, after the pandemic hit, those talks of new boutique motels or hotels in downtown, they quickly dwindled. One East College, that development, that is moving forward now after some delay. But what what are we going to see in the future of downtown Murfreesboro? Because right before the pandemic, it looked really promising for having boutique hotels, more office space, and now it doesn't look as exciting. I, I think you're still going to see some excitement uh, for downtown. You know, one East College, you know, you, you're seeing demolition over there at the property right now. Even though the hotel may not be a part of that, what's coming, I think what you're going to see is what, what we've said all along. We want to see more downtown living. We want to see more opportunities for uh, business. You're going to have retail coming in. I think that's going to change our downtown. Even though without the hotel coming in, I still think there's an opportunity. This is what's going to really change our downtown. You know, if you, you, you're at one East College, and then we've also talked about the bottoms area, redoing the bottoms area. I think one phase at a time, once you see each college coming uh, that that project takes off i think you're going to really see a little bit more now as far as the hotel i think that's all about the industry right now hotels they they they're they're struggling to to maintain and they're also struggling to get back to up to par where they were before COVID. so i i really believe that we still have something good going for our downtown and uh, it's just a matter of time now coming up in the very near future the old murfreesboro police department building right next to WGNS is going to be torn down uh, and of course the uh, the old fire administration building which is in the rear parking lot of the radio station and the water and sewer department building all of that to be torn down over the next year or couple of years but are there any talks of anything actually moving into their place I think yes um, I can't say what that is right now but I can say this there's an opportunity because um, that's a great area of town and a great opportunity 
to get a corporate headquarters to come downtown. Also, not also a corporate headquarters, but you could do retail. You could, you could do a lot of different things with those buildings right there. But as far as I think there's an opportunity to, to put, put a corporate office right there on that corner uh, overlooking Broad and overlooking uh, downtown. Well, you're talking about a pretty sizable area because when you look out back the back window here at the station, you're talking about a fairly large fire administration building the city water department i mean there's also a lot of parking space there though so i i mean there is so much room to grow in downtown murphy's bro and i don't know that you see that in other downtown areas you don't see a lot of room for growth because most things are kind of locked into place because they've been there for years but that's not the case necessarily here. Yeah. You know, even if you look at Nashville, their downtown was, they were, they were kind of sort of landlocked on certain areas. And basically what they did is they knocked buildings down and put new buildings back up. You know, that's, I think that's an opportunity that we have here. Just, just like you stated, uh, there's plenty of parking and that, and that plays a uh, vital role in somebody wanting to come in and put a high rise or something right here, because you wouldn't have to put in a parking garage because you've got plenty of parking right here. So there's there's a good opportunity. I think you'll see something uh, happen on this piece of property within the next uh, two to three years or less. When you go to downtown Nashville these days, and it's been like this for at least the last 10 years, there is a new building being built literally on every corner. I, I mean, it's it's wild to go to downtown and try to remember what downtown looked like 10 to 15 years ago in Nashville. Do you think we're going to see that type of growth in Murfreesboro in the future? I don't think we're going to uh, grow that fast, but I do see an opportunity for our downtown to improve. Um, Nashville has taken on tremendous growth. I mean, every um, aspect of Nashville has grown. Every side of Nashville. You go from East Nashville, you go back from down in the Gulch. I mean, you think about 12 years, nobody went to the Gulch. Now that's the place and that's the happening place. They revitalize that area. They revitalize East Nashville, North Nashville. Every part of Nashville has been touched. And I think uh, for Murfreesboro, the opportunity for us is our downtown. You know, we, we, we've said all along, and the council said all along, we want more people to live downtown, work downtown, walkability. And we've said that, and I think there, and this is an opportunity for us to do that. You go to places like Atlanta, Georgia. They've got their traditional downtown area with the skyscrapers, the corporate offices. But just outside of that main, I guess, corporate atmosphere, you've got all these little shops. Uh, yeah. You've got the, you know, a, a nice-looking movie theater, but yet it's in like what looks to be a 1950s building, but it's been redone. You've got stuff like that that gives character, I think, to an area. And I think Murfreesboro has a chance to add so much character because of our downtown square. Not every community has a downtown square to build upon. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because, we, you know what, one of the good things that we have, and I have it in my hometown too, is you've got a courthouse, a unique courthouse, an old antique courthouse, and everything thrives around the courthouse here. And I think that's an opportunity for us to build because what you have is you have a lot of daily traffic uh, around the courthouse. But what we're trying to do is make sure that there's people downtown at all times. You know, people can eat down here and then they can walk home. And like I said, I think you'll see that within the 
next two or three years. One, once one one East Main takes uh, East College takes off, I think you'll see an opportunity. People living downtown, people walking downtown. I think you'll see a lot more opportunities for restaurants coming downtown as well. Again, Murphy's Borough Councilman Kurt Wade on the air and in studio with us this morning. As we look at the landscape of Murphy's Bro, Medical Center Parkway off of I-24 and even Highway 96 off I-24, those seem to have been developed as two of the main entrances into our city, but we're about to get another main entrance, if you would, that being South Church Street, because South Church, the way everything's being put together, that's going to be kind of the key opening into our downtown square, and it's it's going to be it sounds like made to look beautiful over the next few years with changes going on with like the bottoms like you were talking about um but we're going to see a lot of change when you get off of that south church street exit i think over the next five to ten years yeah and uh, one of the things that we're doing scotty is the front and vine street intersection right there at broad street uh we're real doing that realignment you know this this bottom access because we're trying to make access to the bottom a lot easier uh with the redevelopment of the bottoms we you know we we had an opportunity to visit huntsville and they've got an area in huntsville sort of like what we have in the bottoms and what they've done is they had an opportunity to really restore that their area sort of like our bottoms and you had coffee shops there you had opportunity where people can go and lounge there work there and uh, do you know just make an opportunity where people can move around also not move around but opportunity to do something different see something different they had a small amphitheater there you know there's opportunities over there at the bottom to clean that area up and really make it adjacent to our city and make it an opportunity for we can uh, really say Murfreesboro is a great place to live but not only a great place to live downtown has really come alive and that's what we want we want people to understand and know that's what we're trying to do one of the things that was talked about whenever the first bottom study came out and the first public meeting happened was having a little concert venue kind of to the right of Cannonsburg Village right off of Broad and also Front Streets so is there going to be a, a amphitheater of sorts built near Cannonsburg in the future or maybe even a large-scale amphitheater in that area i don't know if we have a large scale but uh, i think there's an opportunity for we can we can we we have looked at putting the amphitheater over there on that side because we think that's a great venue to for people to gather you know you're along the river that nobody really sees clean clean that area up where we can it can be seen but yes there's an opportunity for that to happen on that side it seems like we heard about a lot of meetings a lot of you know public input and then it just kind of all faded away and that's you know possibly due to the whole covid pandemic you know things did slow down a lot but i i would like to see these things actually progress you know because it seems like so often things are talked about but yet it, it doesn't turn into real material real life stuff such yeah. as a concert venue of sorts yeah and and i agree with what you're saying but also that there's a process that it takes and then also with COVID coming along i mean i think we we thought we would have had the one east college uh building off the ground by now uh, but COVID came along and it pushed everything back and uh, but i think what you'll see when, what i said before is within the next two years you'll see progress uh, a lot of progress going on downtown 
Right now that time, 844. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back. And if you have any questions for Kurt Wade, feel free to text us or call us. 615-893-1450. You can call or text this morning. Again, 615-893-1450. Talking about the city of Murfreesboro. Again, the time, 844. This is Amanda from Animal City. Animal City is your pet bird destination. Whether you're looking for a new home for your feathered friend or plenty of toys and enrichment to keep them happy, we are the place for you. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. We have all the things that you need to keep your feathered friends happy. We have a great selection of enclosures and lots of toys and enrichment to choose from. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Why move into a new house and, and leave a home that you already have memories with and, and sentimental value and we can come in and, and whether you want to totally remodel your house or if you just want to update your kitchen and bathroom, we can help with any of those things. So when we decided to redo the playroom, it was obvious. We called Faro Construction. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality. Fair Construction Company. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who has moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to demasfamilykitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to demasfamilykitchen.com You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a veteran who served in the Marines. Andrew Farr, Marine combat veteran. I was born in Nashville, grew up in uh, New Hampshire, uh, went to boarding school, went to college, and then uh, enlisted in the Marine Corps. Did four years, three combat tours, and then got out in 2008. A combat veteran is not an easy job. No. It wasn't when I was in. And not you, for the Vietnam vets, uh, not for Korea, World right. War One, World War Two. Those guys had it rough. And I, I did have it rough, but not as not as bad as those guys. Well, that's, that's true. And I think it's because society as a whole is becoming more aware of what we're asking yes. of our military personnel. You said you did three tours. It, that was uncommon. In Back Vietnam. then. Vietnam, you did one tour, two tours. That was it. But now we have guys doing three, five, six. six. seven. I've known a guy who did eight tours. Uh, we did the Democratic vote in 05 okay. in Iraq. We were a part of that. 2006, eh, not so much humanitarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2007, definitely humanitarian. We actually helped out Bangladesh in 07 when they had that micro-tornado. We gave them food and water and, and uh, helped them uh, recover bodies from the mess. I think that our foreign policy in particular is asking a lot of the men and women yes, sir. of this country. I agree. Andrew Farr, Marine combat veteran. I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. 
Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Folks, I hope you're listening in every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. We've got your local sports fix. Weekdays at 5, it's all sports talk with Monty Hill Jr. and Tim Tackett here on WGNS. Good morning. Traffic still moving, but it's heavy on 24 through the Hickory Hollow area. They're still working a very nasty wreck in Davidson County there, Nashville on 24 eastbound. And Haywood Lane, again, that's had traffic closed now for over an hour and a half. Hey, Oktoberfest and Ober Gatlinburg, September 24th through October 31st. Log on to OberGatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chunk. You're on time traffic. See periods of rain showers here this afternoon with cloudy sky conditions, a high in the mid 70s. East winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 70. He's local, certified financial planner Jason Qualls, Financial Coaching Radio, weekdays at 4 on News Radio WGNS. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. Right now that time, 8.50, you're tuned to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. And City Councilman Kurt Wade from the City of Murfreesboro on the air with us this morning. One of the other areas that we're starting to see more growth in, because before, you know, is that, that whole Blackman area. And of course, that area is still growing like crazy. But South Church Street going towards Shelbyville, we're seeing more growth out there. We're seeing land be cleared right there next to Savannah Ridge, Camino Real, Walmart. There's, in fact, construction on either side of Walmart now on 231. And from what I understand, there's going to be an Aldi grocery store kind of to the right of Camino Real. Mm-hmm. And, and then back behind Walmart, you've got Tiger Hill, which they're doing blasting on daily. And they're totally going to change what Tiger Hill looks like. But the big question is, what is going to be built in that direction? Are we going to see more townhomes, more retail? What are we going to see? Scott, I, I think what you're going to see is it's just an explosion of growth out there in that area. Uh, if you look at, uh, if you go right across the street there, there's a new brand new subdivision on the right side of there. If you get to Rucker Road, there's a brand new subdivision. I think you're going to see some more opportunities for new growth out there. Uh, but since you're talking about that side of town, let me uh, give you a couple of road updates. Um, new Salem Highway uh, 99, uh, right there at Warrior Drive, that interchange, that improvement that that we've been working on for a while. 
that completion should be done um, this fall and that's right there near Costco and then the design of the bridge across uh, Stones River that connects uh, to River Rock from Costco is underway and I don't think people actually knew that because one of the things uh, that we're trying to do is make it easy access to get around on that side of town, even though there's an explosion of, gro of uh, growth on there. But we also understand that there's got to be more in one way to get around. And we also figure going over water instead of trying to go around the water is a better access. And that, that project will take uh, probably three years to complete. And then there's also a design of uh, the bridge uh, over I-24 that connects uh, Warrior to Rutherford. That's uh, underway as well. Um, then on Brinkley uh, Road, uh, the bridge improvement at Overall Creek, uh, that's near co completion uh, uh, upgrades along uh, Brinkley Road as we continue to redevelop uh, Brinkley Road. So that's a couple of the things I just wanted to throw out because we're talking about in that same area with that growth area that's going heading out to Shelbyville. I think there's 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 plenty of opportunity for growth just like you said uh, with the Blackman area and I'll um, I'll bring it up before you bring it up. Um, we do, um, we, we're still uh, working on trying to uh, get a park out in that area. Uh, it's a process trying to make sure what we do and what we put in that's going to benefit that community there. Not only, uh, you know, I, I was the first to say at council meeting, you know, when we first looked at that project, uh, we overestimate what we could do, but it was all about money. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to spend 40 or 50 million dollars on a park. And so we had to go back and reevaluate that. And now we're looking at options of uh, building a park off of 840 and an opportunity to uh, put a park, another park on Highway 96 as well. You know, land is readily available for now in Rutherford County, but in the near future, it's going to be more scarce in order to just go out there and find a place for a new company coming into town to locate on. I mean, it's, things are getting more scarce as we grow, to say the least. Uh, very much so. Um, you, you think about a couple of years ago when we had the opportunity to annex, uh, and then we they changed the laws for annexation. Uh, it's really going to landlock us in the next couple of years, and so there's We've got to be smart about our growth, and we've got to make sure that we put the right things on piece of property, the opportunity where we can continue to grow. But we also have to make sure that if there's an opportunity for a business to come here and bring jobs, good paying jobs, that we have uh, space for them to come. And of course, when you look at that area of where the new Costco is located, you've got a huge RV dealership out there as well, plus the shooting range and gun store. There is a lot that has already been developed, but there is a lot of space for more to be developed out there. Exactly, and and we've had we've got other companies looking at that opportunity to come along that corridor as well. That's that's a great opportunity for a new business to come to town and 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 be vi very visible to, off of uh, 24. And when you look at South Church Street, 231 South, between Murfreesboro and Shelbyville, you are starting to see a whole lot of new growth in that direction. There's a new car dealership, for example, being built in Shelbyville right as you exit out of Shelbyville coming into Murfreesboro. <laughs> Do you think one day we're going to have commercial growth literally up and down 231 between Murfreesboro and Shelbyville? 
I think there's an opportunity. Uh, you know, we'll go out as far as the city limit can take us, but also I think the county has an opportunity to continue developing that area. You know, anything that we can develop uh, our way from here to Shelbyville, I think it's a plus for all the citizens uh, living along that corridor. Opportunity where they don't have to drive so far to a grocery store. You know, if you had a grocery uh, Publix or a Kroger out there, that's a great opportunity and no one has to drive so far one way or the other so it's a great opportunity and as of right now the city limits pretty much end right there behind walmart where they're developing this out of tiger hill but for now that's where the city pretty much stops exactly could that be annexed further um we cannot annex we can't we personally cannot annex anything it has to be a piece of land that somebody wants to annex into the city and so that's uh, that's why I was saying uh, it's totally different when you can go annex something and, and and when somebody has to bring something to you to be annexed. So 231 South, that's an area where there is growth going on. The yep. Blackman area, Highway 96, that direction, a lot of growth. What about as you go out towards Las Casas? That's one side of town where we've not seen as much development, but at the same time, Right around the VA, there was a lot of development there, maybe over a window of, I don't know, five years ago. Yeah. But but now that's kind of slowed down. Yeah. I think one of the other things that um, we had mentioned too, Scott, was Cherry Lane. You know, eventually trying to take Cherry Lane uh, all the way around uh, to 24. And that still, uh, that still is on the table because we see ch- if we could take Cherry Lane all the way around, that could be another Joby Jackson area. Um, you could also, it could be another veterans area. I mean, you think about it, when veteran was uh, coming along, nobody wanted to, uh, to see veteran expand that far out, but it's turned out to be a very good project out there. You look at Medical Center Parkway. Um, Medical Center Parkway has turned out to be another exit and another opportunity to get around our city. I think the more we continue to look at opportunities to get around our city, um, because at one time, the only way you could get around the city is old fort. And now we've got different options. We've got like a minute and 30 seconds left, but somebody asked, is Vanderbilt Hospital coming to Murphy's, bro? And, you know, the short of it, Vanderbilt's been here. Uh, Vanderbilt (laughs) I don't foresee them building some massive hospital, but they've been here. Their children's hospital has has offices here, and, and we are going to see more Vanderbilt. But what else are we going to see with Vandy? Do you know? I can't say that, but I, I can say I truly believe eventually you will see Vanderbilt build in this community. Uh, there's no way that uh, competition is good for all. And I think with the name Vanderbilt and so many people driving to Nashville to go to Vanderbilt, I think it would be a shame if we couldn't get them in our community. But I think they would be a great asset to our community. And if you look at, at if you hadn't been off of Veterans Parkway over there off of the Blackman area, what you'll see is growth out there. TOA is building their facility out there. Publix is building down the street from the other Kroger. So what you're seeing is growth expansion in that uh, Veterans in that Blackman area. Again, Murfreesboro City Councilman Kurt Wade with us this morning, and we are out of time already. If anybody has any questions for you for the city of Murfreesboro, what's the best way to get a hold of you and ask you? Um, you can uh, you can contact me by uh, email, or you can contact me by my uh, cell phone, and I, my cell phone number is listed on the city website, as well as my. Uh, 
email address. Sounds good. Again, Kurt Wade with us. Kurt, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, Scott. Time right now, 9 o'clock. You're tuned to WGNS Murphy's Bro, and we have local news with Ron Jordan coming your way next. Then after that, CBS News will be on the air.